Hey everyone, I'm Jamie. And I'm Andrea, or as most people call me, Anj. And this is Trendish. We'll be covering relationships, faith, leadership, health, and everything in between. I'll definitely troll. And I'll probably cry. And we're so glad you're here to witness the whole thing. Thanks for joining us. Let's dive in. We're back. Hello. Back in action. Or something like that. <laughs> we're talking about friends today, Anj. Friendship. How do you feel about that? I would that? say community, but that's not even really the word. No, it's different. No, that is different. Yeah, so to clarify, we're not talking about community, we're talking about friends. How to make them. How to keep them. What happens when you freaking lose them. It's gonna be good. Mm-hmm. I think so. Anything you want to preface? I think on a topic like friendship, um, maybe both of us could probably say... If you're looking for, like, the answers to friends, keeping them, losing them, finding them, etc., this is probably not going to be the place. If you're looking for answers for anything in life, I don't know if this, <laughs> this is, is the, the place. place. But we are opening the conversation, so while we might not have answers, we will have a conversation. And if you relate, Holla. shout us out. Let, let us, us know. know. We're not alone. If you don't relate, we get to humbly put our lives on the altar of... You. Yeah. Your <laughs> altar. So. Wherever you place us. It's probably an interesting topic for both of us and just an interesting topic for anyone to talk about the various friendships of their lives. Um, Also preface to say our friendship is by no means perfect. We've had some Mm -hmm. high highs and low lows. Mm -hmm. We've been friends for what, like seven? Has to be. Six or seven years? Seven years. Yeah, because that photo you just, video you posted of Maggie was six years ago and I literally remember it on my phone. Yeah. That's pretty wild. Uh Seven years. They say... That if you yeah. are friends with someone, is it seven years? For seven You know, years? they say that, but I've only ever heard Lauren say that. <laughs> so I don't know if they, they no, say that. No, I've heard that too. I've heard that like in, I don't know where. Where do you hear this crap? I don't know. But I've heard that if you're friends with someone past like seven years, then you're friends for life. Well, cheers to us. No offense to those of you who have had friends for 10 years and now you're not friends anymore. That's a bummer. Maybe right. the stats are off. You know, it's not a guarantee Yikes. ever. Yikes. Um, you know what I think is hilarious? What? <laughs> like, obviously, like, we talk a lot in, uh-huh. in, in quarantine. It's, like, maybe a little bit more than normal, but I don't I don't feel like it is, like, completely. But John being, like, wow, you and Jamie are just, like, pals now, huh? <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean, John? Like we just said, seven years. We've been pals. Yeah, but, I mean, love you so much, John, if you're listening to this. But he's not the most observant person in the world <laughs> So, and not the most communicated, communicative, doesn't communicate the most. So he could have thought we were pals like two years ago and just decided to say it right now. That is, that is very true. He'll be I, like, I thought that dinner was great four weeks ago. And I'm like, oh. Excellent. What did you like? Good to know you liked it now. A month later. <laughs> um, He's yeah. a delayed processor. Yeah. So where should we start? Well, what we're... <laughs> I can't believe I was going to say that. What? We could talk about it. What were, what were our high highs and low lows? How did we get through them? I really don't remember them. You can't think of instances where you were mad at me? Or where we were, like, awkward? I feel like in our time, <laughs> I it typically is more you mad at me uh-huh. and me, like, uh, not replying the way, responding the way you want me to. <laughs> oh, this is so humbling. Yeah, I'm feeling really humbled by this one already, and we're like 10 minutes in. Three no, minutes. We're, we're three, three minutes in. Uh-huh. Oh my gosh, this is going to be a long time. Okay. 
Um, yeah, okay, well, highs and lows for us. I remember a, a lower point was when Sean and I started dating. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> that mm-hmm. was hard. But I don't remember that why. Isn't, that isn't, I mean, to make you feel better, that isn't unique to you. That is something I often struggle with in retreat. my friendships. You retreat. When they start dating someone. It's a grieving process that I have to go through. I don't <laughs> like it. I don't appreciate it, but... Why do you do that? I don't know. I think I get sad that, like, the friendship will change. And that's so stupid, because a lot of times it changes for the better. Like, I like when other people are brought into the mix, but there's also something special about the one-on-one relationship. Mm -hmm. And obviously, like, when you start dating, and even when you get married and things like that, like, you take a different role as a friend. Like, in some ways, you go to your husband first, or God, you know, whatever. (laughs) your you know beliefs are um but i think i just always get scared that it will change for the negative because it's happened before Mm -hmm. for me but then in some ways like we probably got closer me dating john i don't know how that happened but i feel like we're closer now than when we were well we had more things to cover not in a bad way but like (laughs) i think i think you rely on your friends in different ways in different seasons yeah that's true that's true but again i can't i can't think of that in the moment like it is so hard for me to be like no but like it will be better eventually you have to grieve what i do you think just let me freaking sit with it i think this is how we can get through our highs and our lows together is because i literally i think we have friends in our life where when you get into those places me (laughs) and i okay cool let's let's use me Uh, uh, just put me on the table get into those places i think i know you enough to know like She's there, but, like, she'll come out of it. You should, we just have to let her come out of it. You have to let me be there, but you have to tell me that you know I'm there. Otherwise, I feel like you're just, like, off in your own world. But then there's other friends who are me. like, I'm worried, I'm stressed. I'm like, no, she's just going through a day. It's just a day. <laughs> or a week, or a month, or a, a year. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. But I think that's how I'm just trying to think, you know, like, even for the listeners. So how do we get through that? But essentially, what happened, I don't feel like we're telling the whole story, but... Jamie and I were friends mm-hmm. for probably a year or so. Man, we, we had journeyed actually through a couple of things there. We were friends. And then John and I started dating. And I guess I didn't know you as well then as I do now, but we were still close friends. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, Jamie just like cops an attitude with me out of <laughs> nowhere. Like, I was like, what the heck is wrong with her? <laughs> I would bring up John and this would be her face. You can't see it, but just imagine it. Mm-hmm. Silent. I'm like, do you like like John I think I thought that and then you were like offended you were like no I don't like your boyfriend and I was like okay I don't know what to do so we were younger then we were much maybe a little more mature so Mm -hmm. I just stopped talking about it and then how do we resolve this I just get over it yeah you did I think you just got I've had to do it with everyone but like but I feel like I remember you bringing it up like because I remember thinking I wasn't expecting her to say that well because that's you crazy no no no. (laughs) we're yelling Sorry. That that is you. Like you you will let me just be in my feelings unless I am like, "Hey, what should I do? Hey, can you give me advice on X Y and Z?" Like you're not the person to push me unless I ask for it. Yeah. And even then, you're like you're not ready to hear it. So, <laughs> I'm not I'm normally say it. right. <laughs> Yeah, I think we've even had moments recently where you're like, why do I even tell you this stuff? You know you're not ready to hear it. 
Yeah, word for word. <laughs> so we must have come out of that because you came to your senses. So, okay, that one was on you. And... <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> if we need to go back a little I'm bit sure. further, we had a moment where I'm... you were dating someone else. Mm-hmm. And we were, like, screaming at each other in a car. But we, like, scream at each other, like, right now. You distinctly remember that moment, but I don't remember it as screaming. I think... Well, I remember you were just, like, mad. I think I distinctly remember it, because I don't remember yelling like that before. <laughs> I think that was, like, a turning point for us, where I was like, oh, I can totally, like, yell, and I'm just afraid of that. I don't yell with all my friends. <laughs> I guess it's all If you do <laughs> see that side of me, you're very much seeing the drama of my life, which always seems to be there. I was about to say, that's not actually hard to tap into. <sighs> I just... Yeah. I just feel a lot. So, a couple of our lows have been relationships, it sounds like. Uh-huh. Specifically mine. <laughs> well, it's because I haven't <laughs> had any in a minute. Um, I, but I feel like there was something else, like, even more specifically that was a low that wasn't related to that. I, like, I, I feel like I remember you confronting me about something, but I really don't remember. Was this, you? like, two years ago? <laughs> I don't know. I feel like it just came to you. <laughs> Well, I have an instance, but it's, like, so embarrassing. Like, this crap. Your birthday. Yep. Yeah. That's not the one I'm thinking of. <laughs> so, the most recent time that Jamie's Which was two years me, ago, let's be and clear. And this brings me... Yes, it was two years ago. This brings me to our first point of maybe just friendships acting like we have points. Please act uh-huh. like we have points. We don't. But this Aren't is maybe my show? first point. <laughs> my first point is, I think the difficulty of making, keeping, losing friends is saying what you don't want to say mm-hmm. and I think I almost think we may be even more closer after this but it was your birthday mm-hmm. and guys I'm the worst <laughs> I literally am I like I'm not gonna pretend if I'm intentional I'm so intentional mm-hmm. if, and if I'm not, not intentional I'm not intentional. it's not even on your radar <laughs> I am telling you I don't know what it is about me but I'm either there or I'm not so I think I feel like this birthday you weren't like around here. No, I was in. No, I was in North Carolina. You were in North Carolina. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Driving by myself for two months. Yes. So, in fairness, I had texted you happy birthday and sent some funny memes. Uh huh. Yes. (laughs) And that is it. And that was it. And you needed more, but I didn't know. Mm -hmm. I was like, I did my job. Like I said, hot happy birthday. (laughs) Oh god. She's like across the country, so I'll see her soon. Literally, my thought. Jamie's thought. She doesn't care about me. I'm not important to her. <laughs> she didn't even call. <laughs> she didn't even call. Yikes. Oh, it's a bummer. Also, keep in mind, for the people, I'm not really, like, a words person, and I'm not really, like, well, I can be a words person, I guess. It's kind of confusing. Uh-huh. Man, I'm such a dichot- dichotomy? Contradictory? A Both. Does that mean the same thing? No. No, that's a contradiction. I'm a contradiction. I'm a walking contradiction. Okay. Okay, anyway, enough about me. <laughs> so, <laughs> so um, I didn't I didn't call. But I thought everything was fine. But I know you. Mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. started getting distant. Yes. You were like, and I didn't <laughs> do anything. I was just like, oh, you she's in me. a mood again. Yeah, you so just... I just let her be distant. And then a few days later, what did you do? I said, hey. <laughs> Text. Text. I don't honestly remember, but I was like, it was long, dude, that sucked. Yeah. And I wanted more. And I'm sorry that I have been copying an attitude. I didn't say that word for word, but pretty much what it was. Mm -hmm. And I think I said something like, I'm sorry, I suck and didn't realize you're supposed to call people for their birthdays. (laughs) Yeah. 
Something along those lines. But I think that that has probably been, like, looking back on relationships, especially... I think there's a turning point in every... We, talk, we like, joke about honeymoon, like, the honeymoon phase for, mm-hmm. like, couples, you know? Mm-hmm. But honestly, I think that's, like, true of friendships, too. And, I like, totally looking agree. back, the friendships that have lasted were the ones that, like, man, cut off from the honeymoon phase. Yes. You were, like, in the... Weeds. Yeah, weed, weeds, like, deep down <laughs> in... The core of the earth. <laughs> the core of the earth. <laughs> and I think the ones that have lasted were the ones that made it past that. But didn't even make it past it passively. Yeah. Made it past, like, like the parties were willing to confront it. hmm I think those are, like, the true friendships that have actually stuck stuck with me, like, through the years. And, like I said, my life's contradiction. I'm either really loyal, mm-hmm. loyal all the way through and through. I have friends since I've grown up that I still I was just texting at 2 a.m. last night. You say it was so much later than me. Yeah. <laughs> it was 2 a.m. I was wow. like, why are you up? She was like, why are you up? <laughs> I have those, and I have friends that I just, yeah, love so much, but I don't talk to anymore, Mm -hmm. so. Does um, that bother you? I think for me, I am, like, just to give a little background, like, I have always been the friend person. Like, anybody that knows me, like, has heard me talk about this spiel forever. Like, in high school, it was like, don't even bother with dating guys, because it was like, nope, I don't want to miss the time with my friends. Like, I feel mm -hmm. most known with them. And it's not worth it for me to focus on a guy as opposed to them. Mm-hmm. And so, like, the thought of losing a friend for me is, like, devastating. And have I? Yes. Like, very close friends that, mm-hmm. honestly, it feels like a breakup mm-hmm. in some ways where it's, like, you're literally, like, you talk to them every day and then all of a sudden you just don't. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, nobody talks about that. Mm-hmm. Do you feel the same when it comes to friends? Because I, I think... Got it. Too much. <laughs> you express it so differently than me. <laughs> you come off like, no, it's fine. I don't well, care. Well, so I tell myself. you. Yeah, I know. Yeah, so, gosh, it's so hard, though, because I think, I don't know, this kind of goes back to our different personality types, but I'm somebody who I'll either pretty much just stay on, like, a nice surface level with you, mm-hmm. or I'm, like, in the depth with you. Mm-hmm. And to be honest, I don't think it's that many people I pull, like, in the the depth necessarily part so much can you can you describe like what allows you to go there probably time i have to know i can trust them and honestly that takes a long time for me to actually feel like i can trust them so and that's where i think we're different with friendships is if i think we're getting to this place where i might even like feel rejected from that person or we're getting to a place where they don't necessarily care as much about me as a friend where i feel like you will continue to pursue I'm like, oh, homegrown, rejecting you before you reject me. Like, we're not playing this game. And then I just stop. And then I'm like, later on, like, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. And then it's like painful. And mm-hmm. then we either circle back or we don't. And then it's hard. I think I, I think I don't disagree, but I do a little bit of what you do as well, where I'm like, yeah, I'm no, sure if you've made you it so far. You don't care about me as much as I care about you, so I'm out. That's exactly what it is. It's not even like I'm rejecting them because I don't care. It's because I care, I care too, too much, much and you obviously don't enough. Uh-huh. And I'm not putting myself through that kind of pain. Like, why bother? So. Yeah. But it's subtle. Like, I just take subtle yeah. little steps. I just will out. say a little bit less, ask a little bit less, mm-hmm. put myself out there a little bit less. And man, it does not serve me well. And that is how you lose friendships. That is, that's how the cookie crumbles. So we don't have a lot of answers, but I think I might have the answer on the losing friendship part. That's, 
But it's truly, Ugh, like, such a lie that I tell myself. Yeah. Like, oh, I, they probably weren't even rejecting me. No, and they do care about me. Yeah. Like, I, It sucks. It does. But it, it's... <laughs> I I read this quote. I think I wrote it down. Um, not that I, you know, have a lot of quotes. Well, I do have quite a few co- quotes in my notes. But it it's... I am so aware of how much we lose in friendships when we need people to love us the way we love them with our same behavior. We lose so much. And basically just saying, mm-hmm. like, you have to love me how I want you to love me. Yeah, yeah, You can't love me how it works for you and what's unique to you. Like, that's not acceptable. Yeah. And you just, you lose, like, the person in that when you mm-hmm. don't allow them to do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, not all my friends are going to value quality time in the way that I do. Right. It doesn't mean that they're rejecting me. It yes. doesn't mean that I have to throw a hissy fit inside myself to say, like, you don't love me anymore. Although I'm gonna. But it's wild because looking back on my life, I didn't realize it. I didn't know it. You know, uh-huh. I probably should have started therapy, like, six years before I did. And maybe I would have noticed <laughs> it. <laughs> but but it's almost just, like, instinctual. It's a, it's a choice. Like, they talk mm-hmm. about how, you know, like, love is a choice. Yeah. And, like, marriage is a choice. And yeah. And talk about that sometime. But honestly, like, friendships is a choice, too. Like, it was in those moments I had the choice to um, to retreat, like, what I probably did, or to, like, push past that. And mm-hmm. and probably more often than not, I retreated. But I just think sometimes we... Friendships, it's really easy to put the blame on the other person. It's easy to do that yes. in anything. Yeah. But friendships, it's really easy because there's not, like, a tie holding... You know, like, in a marriage, there's not necessarily a tie holding you to having to circle back with that person. So if you just want to live the rest of your life blaming them for all the things you think they did to you, mm-hmm. there is no... If you want to you choose can. to never circle back, you can't. You don't yeah. have to go through a divorce. You don't have to yep. go through, like, the paperwork of the pain of it. Like, you just... Decide. Have you have you ever wanted to, like, never come back from somebody that confronted you on something that you knew was true? Have I never wanted to come back? To them, like, like being vulnerable and being close to them. Like, has, ever, has anyone ever confronted you being like, hey, you do this, and it bothers me, and I don't want you to be that way? Like, I, that hurts me. Have you ever, like, not wanted to come back from that? No. If anything, that actually increases my trust in that person. Really? Yeah, because I'm like, wow, they they will tell me. Like, I don't have to... Which is all you ever want. Yes. Honestly. I don't do well with the guessing game, so that actually really helps me because the narrative I'm going to tell myself in my head is, like, they're retreating because they've found something better or Mm -hmm. we're just not the same people anymore or whatever it is. But in reality, they could be doing that because I hurt them. And for me, like, oh my gosh, please tell me I hurt you. I mean, Mm -hmm. not that I want to, but, like... Tell me that, and at least I can play a true narrative in my head and not make up this whole other story about what's going on. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I, you know, carry the same sentiment. <laughs> yeah, like, but I, like, love confrontation, and I wouldn't say you love it. I don't love it. <laughs> I, I'm happy to sit in it, which sounds horrible. But what I, what I mean by that is, like, I'm not scared to sit in yeah. it essentially it i would way ma- this is so wild for myself but like especially in friendship i would way rather be confronted than have to do the confronting and point two mm-hmm. on how you can lose relationships it's more often than not you probably need to be the one confronting if you actually feel like that way about something mm-hmm. but it's like one of the closest places you can feel the most rejected in that like if i'm the one trying to tell somebody how they hurt me mm-hmm. I am, like, so open. I'm so susceptible to rejection at that point. If they're telling me about how I hurt them, I get to, like, do the fixing. You can like, control. Like, I get to control. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, and we ate, so we love control, so. 
I almost get to control the outcome. Like if you're confronting me, I'm like, well, I get to choose if I'm going to be mature and like do this well. Or yeah. if I'm not, but that got to be my choice. I have no choice once I like lay my life on the altar of mm-hmm. you responding to my hurt. Yeah. I think I'm more like, no, I didn't do that. This is why I did that. <laughs> no. <laughs> As of why I have to lay down my pride pretty, pretty often with that. Well, I think we just both have to lay our pride down opposite in an opposite way. Mm-hmm. I have to lay it down, bringing it to that person. Where I feel like you do that better. Bringing it? Bring it up. Um, after like a couple weeks. Okay, well, whining. perspective, it probably takes me a couple years. So again. <laughs> yeah, that is where we differ. <laughs> yeah. I think one of the one of the areas that we have, that's benefited our friendship is that we both are quality time. It helps. Like, I can hang out every day, yeah. probably. And never it kill definitely you. helps. Yeah. I, I I am fascinated by people that have anything but that as their yep. top. Because to me, it's like, wait, if you love me, you want to be with me. Yep. Or if you value me, how do you, how else do you like yeah. you be friends gift. if you're you not? gifts. That one shocks gifts me. Gifts is if you're my friend and you're listening to this and gifts is your love language, I suck you should confront me now. I already know. <laughs> I'm the worst this, at gifts. This brings up uh, something I wanted to talk about as far as, like, gifts goes. Like, I hate giving gifts. Like, I'm not mm-hmm. good at it. But then when somebody, like, when I see something that I, like, can pinpoint to a specific person, like, I want to get that because I thought of them. And I was telling a friend a couple days ago, like, that the thing I love the most about them is their thoughtfulness. And I think on a human level, everybody just wants to be thought of. Mm-hmm. Like, Regardless of how it is, yeah. Yeah, it doesn't even matter what it's about, but like just to know that like somebody thought about you during the day, it sounds so cheesy, but like it matters. And I yeah. think, I, think I, I can appreciate the gifts angle more because I know that comes with it. Mm-hmm. Whereas I don't, I don't want to give a gift if that's not associated. If I'm just picking up a random freaking mug, because <laughs> that's what girls give. We're not in college anymore. No. I don't want Like, that. I don't, that doesn't mean anything. Yeah. And so I'd rather, I'd rather just be with you than give you something that doesn't feel like I has anything to do with you. Yeah, I agree. So here's the question, not related to gifts. Okay. How do you know, we're talking about like, well, the way you keep friends is by doing honestly the dirty work of having to confront and talk through really hard crap Mm -hmm. also how you lose friends is not doing that yeah how do you know the friendships that are like truly worth keeping and how do you know the ones that really maybe it is coming to just like a close on that season yeah i mean it's that whole concept of like friends for a season friends for life type thing like what do you do you believe in that do i believe in that it's a loaded question (laughs) I've seen that, so yes. I don't feel like I can say that that's not true, and I've been so grateful for the ways that the Lord has brought the right people into my life when I need that. I mean, even our relationship, like, I mm-hmm. think we've gone through times where we've been closer than not. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, when you moved to Nashville, we didn't see each other all the time. I don't even remember, like, talking to you. Like, yeah. I know we did, but, like, I don't remember, Different like, times. being on the phone with you all the time or anything. Yeah. But then you happen to come back around to T-Town. <laughs> Honestly, in probably a season where I, I really deeply needed it a lot. So well, you went through a lot of stuff. Yeah. Leading up to that. Yeah. Stuff you're, you're still not first hearing about. <laughs> uh, right. I'm hearing about it now in real time, everyone. Two years later. Yeah. So, um, 
So it's hard because I do think that that's true to an extent. But then um, the other part of me still feels like friendship is also a choice. Mm-hmm. And so I don't really know the line either. Like, I don't know why I still have these friends I grew up with that we will still, like, FaceTime each mm-hmm. other and still be in a group chat and other friends that I don't Maybe I would have thought we would have had that, but we don't necessarily. I don't know what – I really don't know. I don't have the answer to that of, like, what makes the difference. I wish I did. So I feel like it's 50-50 to me. I definitely think there's friends for seasons. Yeah, I guess I just think those those questions kind of go hand in hand. So it's like if you think that there really are friends for just a season, then how do you know which ones are friends for a season, which ones are friends for life? I think it's hard to answer that because you don't know always yeah, in the moment. No, you don't. Like the friends that I thought were going to be in my life forever, some of them aren't. Mm-hmm. And I, I couldn't have told you mm-hmm. in the height of our friendship that yeah. they weren't going to be there forever. There were definitely signs that were like, okay, this is not healthy. Um, you know, if this continues, you could probably imagine that it yeah. won't that it won't last. Yeah, in this way. But I think, well, that's probably the answer. Is I think in the end run, you have friends that end up staying for life, and you have friends who end up staying for seasons. But I think all friendships start with the open handedness that it could go either mm-hmm. way, and I'll still. Mm-hmm. there's still something I need in that person in that season. And that is hard for me. I hate that about yeah. friendships. It's like, um, it's like throwbacks for me, you know, like music. Yeah. Like I'd rather just listen to the ones I know. And I'm like, I know for a fact that I know this one. Mm-hmm. It's not going to let me down. And I love the beat and I could rap every word to it. <laughs> I don't want to really yeah. start with a new one where I have to like relearn it and decide if I like it. And it's so easy sometimes to just revert to the ones that you think could be for life, but the reality is we really, even if we think that, we don't know that, so we do ourselves a disservice, I think, almost in trying to hold on so tight. I think when you start to hold on so tight, like, that, that is a, a true sign that it's not, it's yeah. not gonna be the way it was. Yeah. The forced... Yeah. Yeah. I've definitely had that where it just feels too forced, even. It's almost like if I did, wasn't forcing it as much, and I just, like, let this, oh, I let myself... Take this friendship with that you can't see my hands. Podcasts are hard for me because I use my hands a lot, but it's okay. My hands are open right now. (laughs) So, like, when I'm thinking about my life, the friendships I really kept with, like, an open hand and just honestly let it ebb and flow. Like, there were months where we would talk a lot and then months we wouldn't talk at all. And maybe that really is more like my childhood friendships growing up. Mm -hmm. I look back on them so much more pleasantly, regardless of where we're at right now. I might not have talked to those people for a year for now, but I look back on those friendships with, with, yeah, so much more of, like, a a peaceful and even, like, a positive reflection than looking back on the friendships that I tried to grip so hard onto and have so much control over that, honestly, one, I either could have forced it to end before it really needed to just by trying to grip on so hard, or I'm not even allowing it to ebb and flow. Maybe that does need to be a relationship where it'll come in and, in and out of my life, and maybe it will, maybe it won't, but... I just think the ones that I've tried to have more control over are the ones I look back on and it's like harder for me to think think about, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And again, more so on us and making that a choice, but... Let's talk about like jealousy in friendships. I think this is a big thing. I, I won't speak for guys, but for females, like yeah. you talk about friends and being jealous uh, and insecure, like... Jamie, you're opening a can of worms now. <laughs> the... Yeah, I think or comparison. Let's yes. just throw jealousy and comparison yeah, in the it's same the same bucket, little pool. Yeah. 
Like, you see, I see you with your friend A, and I'm over here like, dang, we don't have that friendship. <laughs> I, I don't feel that way now, yeah, but there were there were seasons where yeah. it was like we're so we're so insecure of the friendship yeah. we have that we can't be okay with it. Oh, and social media makes it so oh, yeah. much worse. Mm-hmm. I feel like I can confidently say I. I don't remember ever having that in friendships, honestly. Like, I don't remember looking back and thinking, like, oh, my gosh, I'm so jealous this person has this. I remember looking back on my life on, like, some people who had a really close friendship and thinking, I wish I had a friend that close. Mm -hmm. But I don't remember ever, like, comparing my relationships, you know? Man, I remember being, like, in the fourth grade (laughs) and being like, who am I going to sit with on the bus? Like, it's this group of five. You know, we have five of us in our group, and it's like, who's going to be the odd one out? Me. I just sat in the front. Then you to have the people up. that are like, I'm asking you six months in advance so that I'm not <laughs> left alone. I know that, all y'all can relate. That is a whole different, like, again, another can of worms. So the sense of, like, wanting to belong, so different. Of course I had that. Like, uh-huh. of course I had the comparison of, like, everybody has friends but me. But I mean, like, in my internal friend groups, I don't really remember, like, having this this jealousy where I'm like, wow, that person is that way with this person and they're only like this with me. Mm-hmm. Until social media. Then I was like, then you sit there and you're like, why wasn't I invited to that? Andrew, you've talked to that person three times. Literally, <laughs> you talked to that person three times. <laughs> like, or like, well, uh, they just have like such good Their times. friendship looks like The only thing so I do deep. with that person is like maybe get coffee, but they get to like go to parks and stuff. So, random crap, Andrew, does not matter. Mm-hmm. Social media has changed the game on that for me. Mm-hmm. That's you, the reason I delete it every other day, you know? Gosh, it's exhausting. <laughs> do you, it's hard. Okay, I mean, do you, do you feel like there's been some reprieve there since you delete your app every other day? Like, what what does reprieve mean? Oh lord, um, like <laughs> like some sort of solace or keep going. I think I no, I think I've gotten better since I've gotten a little healthier. I'm thinking of like probably some of the really unhealthy times in my life. Mm-hmm. It was social media where I saw that like jealousy and comparison come out of me the most. I'm not saying it wasn't ever there before, but yeah. That was probably the hardest time where I had to deal with it. Where it was and, almost just, like, publicized or, like, let me flaunt this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's not like, probably just posting a picture. Right. And it's not like I'm not posting about it because, I mean, like, we went to Target last night and I <laughs> showed the world. The world needed to know that You we... showed the world to troll me. Oh, my That's gosh. what it was. And also... Y'all, I told you. We were I in said, a, we were driving and I said, Jamie, are you ready for this? And you said, yeah, I know your target runs. And I said, okay. I, okay, well, let me clarify. I didn't realize we were going to be looking at toothbrush holders for an hour. <laughs> for something you're literally going to throw away when you move to your new house. Like, there was a difference. I wasn't ready <laughs> for that. <laughs> you can't deny it. Okay, it's, again... I'm a a walking contradiction. Like, I will make a decision about this without even thinking. And then I get to the toothbrush holder, and I'm like, Jamie, which one? Just tell me. And then I tell you, and you don't like it. (laughs) That happened. Get John up on this podcast, and you have so much to say about this topic specifically. Mm -hmm. I'll be like, I don't know, John. You choose. (laughs) I'll be like, okay, fine. Then we're going to Lone Wolf. Or you'll FaceTime me at work. Jamie, which light should I get? (laughs) I don't know. To I'm fair, not a John was decorator. A on that, I'm I not a decorator. Someone, I need. I was actually FaceTiming you for Sarah. 
I feel used. I was actually calling you for your roommate. (laughs) (laughs) And she helped. We bought that light. So what I'm saying in all that is, like, it's not that we don't post about friends and shouldn't post about friends. I still do. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. But there's a difference. Yeah. What's the difference? Oh, I think the difference is more in the person viewing it than the one posting it. Interesting. Like, I don't... I don't know. Maybe I just have too much hope for humanity, but I don't know that people post pictures and they're like, I hope this gets that person. And they just feel jealous. <laughs> like, I've never posted something hoping that. Yeah. But I really feel like it's in the viewer. Like, I think someone could post a picture of, like, a birthday party they were at, and I don't think they're thinking, I bet Andrea's going to see it, and I bet she's going to be jealous. I mean, I really hope they're not thinking Gosh, that. yeah. Again, maybe my hope is too high in humanity. But, but the responsibility is really on me as a viewer of getting, again, the choice to decide I'm going to choose to believe they're at a birthday party and I hope that they had fun and I feel confident in my relationship with that person. Wow, or, that sounds really easier said, said than, than done. Said than done. 100%. This was whole podcast about is how much I suck. <laughs> or I choose the route I would more often feel better going at mm-hmm. <laughs> on... Looking at it, suppressing anything I feel about it, and turning it off. That's actually what I do. I don't even, I don't know if I compare. I don't know if I make it jealous. I'm just like, see it, click, off. I can tell when it's, like, real and you're, like, happening right now when your cheeks get red. <laughs> they're a little red right now. I don't even have, like, I don't know why they're red right now, but. Probably, Me either. Probably because I'm hot because you're. My house is not house hot. Is hot. It, I can literally feel the fan on me. I can't. You're taking a layer. Okay. Well, all that being said, I really do think it's in the viewer. That's interesting. Yeah, I don't disagree. I think it kind of, that makes sense. I think you would say that because of the control thing. Mm-hmm. Like, you want the control. Like, you want it to be in your court. Mm-hmm. Have you ever had a time where it was, like, just hard with your friendships? Like, kind of more, more often than it wasn't? I think transitions in friendships are always hard. So I remember my friendship. What constitute a French uh, transition, though? Like, what what initiates that? I guess what I'm specifically thinking of is like, if I'm thinking about some of the most difficult points of friendship, like what you're talking about, I can remember it being the transition from my friends, you know, in high school to college, mm-hmm. and even navigating through that. Like, you grow up with those people, or I grew up with those people. Yeah. So I'm like, what do I keep? What do I let go? Like, what is worth? Mm-hmm. And that's kind of where I started learning the ebb and flow of that. And even in college with those same people, I we circled back to so many hurts we didn't even know about in, like, my junior year of college. It's, like, mm-hmm. three years later mm-hmm. than when that hurt actually happened. But we still circle back to that. And, again, those are, you know, some of my friends for still friends today. Um, but that was hard. That was a transition. And then, again, like, the transition from, I think, college to postgrad. We could probably do a whole episode on that one. But yeah. the transition of just what friendships look like from being surrounded by every single day by these people to what it looks like just living life Mm -hmm. and to be honest I think that's where comparison started hitting for me I don't know why I felt more secure in in college but it was more in maybe because I had like a don't care about anybody view of the world in college and that kind of softened as I got older (laughs) or was it like you now had this lack of yeah and then probably the lack of too um as well so but that was another hard transition was just what these friendships look like after college. Mm-hmm. Those are probably the two times I remember. And then keeping friends after I got married, that was really hard. That was hard because people made the choice for me. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. oh, she's married now. She's not going to want to come to this. Rather than even asking me if I wanted to come. Same with having yeah. Liam. Okay, yeah. so yeah, literally every life transition. Like, yeah. 
I feel like every single one of those transitions, I just slowly lost more. People started putting you in this box and not wanting to, like, inconvenience you. Yeah. Oh, well, she has, like, her mom friends, which, sure, like, maybe I have some, but, like... Yeah. I don't want just mom friends. I feel like if you're listening, you probably already heard me rant about this, but, like... I wanted, you can tell when, I'll use Liam for an example, but I have Liam and I literally could visibly see the things I stopped getting invited to Mm -hmm. or the things, and not in a bad way, but I think people just assumed like, oh, she's not going to have time. She's not going to want to do this. She's not going to do that. And I'm like, well, thanks for deciding for me. But yeah, that's like painful after you see it so many times. And then I do like retreat and I'm like, well, then I'll just like find friends. who Yeah. And it's the same on my side too, where it's like, well, I'm not invited because I'm not a couple. Or I'm not yeah, invited so we because talk I don't about have this kids. a lot. Yeah, we talk about this. And it's a lot. like, oh, so I don't. So I'm not like I don't know. It's They're still like, choosing for you. Yeah, yeah. and it's like, and then I obviously I'm like, oh, is my like is my value not enough because I don't have yeah a person beside me or a baby. Yeah, and that I don't. Which is so funny because here I am with the baby and the yeah. husband and could be invited all those. And I'm yep. like, that's not all I want. Yep. I think these are also just maybe, per- I don't know if this is like the world at large or if this is just you and I, but like I've always been somebody to value having different people around me. Like mm-hmm. I want the people. In different stages. Singles. I want those couple like just newly married couples. I want the ones with wisdom, like mm-hmm. 50 years old. Like mm-hmm. I want 50 years older than me. Like I want the divorce, like friends. Like mm-hmm. I just am somebody who values I think people in my life too much to just say like, well, I'm in this season and you're in this season. So let's just not make that work. And I feel like you and I have been an example of that. Honestly, I can't say that for, for everyone or even like Lauren, but like we could be in different seasons and still, Mm -hmm. I don't know what it is. I don't have the answer to why that's the case. Well, I think we both made the choice that like, no, this doesn't have to be, I only see you once every two months when, you know, John is watching Liam. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It, we just, that wasn't going to be us. Yeah. You literally came over for dinner yesterday. Mm-hmm. And I had and no notice. And fed my kid of pizza. Yeah. <laughs> you were <laughs> like, come see Liam. Liam. And I said, okay, I'm coming after work. <laughs> Call me if I'm not done working at 5.15. Pick up pizza. Yeah. Yeah. But you don't have, like, that's what I think I love the most about our friendship is, like, you don't have, like, and this is, this is, I think, true for everyone. Like, you don't have, everybody doesn't have friends that you can just call yeah. on a whim and be like, come over. Yeah. I'm already on my way. Yeah. Not everybody has that. Yeah. And I think, I think that's devastating. Like yeah. I, that is one of the greatest joys of my life is having people that I can just show up at their house. Yeah. And we're like family. Yeah. And I, I really genuinely like, I'm sad that not everybody gets to experience sex. You know, I know we're not talking about community, but I think that's where that element comes in where it's like, we're just, I don't have to like, be dressed up or... My house is going to be clean. Yeah. Jamie has seen my house in the worst of times. I have seen that bathroom look in some ways. <laughs> Y'all. Did you see it yesterday? It looked good. N- no. Of course. The day I have it clean, you don't even see it. <laughs> yeah, no, I it didn't It's in tip-top it. shape. They didn't see it. That's annoying. I'm sending you a picture of it. <laughs> Please. Please do. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I think it's true, and maybe this is where friendship blends into community, but it's the idea that, like... I can be fully known and yeah. fully accepted yeah. without you knowing I'm coming to, like, rearrange your life around me type mm-hmm. of thing. I don't mm-hmm. know what it is, but... I just... The cordial, like, yeah, I have to keep you at a certain distance Yeah, is hard. I mean, I don't know. Maybe it's because by the time we're married and have kids, we've been through the hurts of friendship. Like, I feel like all of us could venture to say... 
between high school, college, post-grad, there's been some kind of, like, hurt along mm-hmm. the way of friendships that, to be honest, I think by the time people end up with these, like, couples and kids, it's, like, honestly, work I don't need. Like, it's, it's almost exhausting. I don't yeah. know that I always feel like that, but I really can see how people would. Like, I'm just the the friends that fit my life are the ones that are worth pursuing because mm-hmm. it's, like, too painful otherwise. And I get that. I really do. Mm-hmm. I can see how, you know, just being friends with only my mom friends would be the easier route. But I guess I just don't want what's easier in that. I, again, probably because I value the depth too much. Mm-hmm. In the same breath, John and I have found great friends in Tulsa that came from those, like, cordial meetings. Like, yeah, you know, we're doing a small group. Yeah. and. And they're people who really have become, like, friends. I got to invite them to Liam's birthday party. And it did start like that. So it's just Mm -hmm. interesting. I don't know. I also wouldn't just, like, call them up and have them come to my house, like, you know, in an hour. (laughs) Yeah. So I think all of it is valuable. um, But I think the, like, few key people where you could have that, Mm -hmm. I agree. It's sad for people who don't have that at all. Like, not even one person. Like, if you have that, hold on to that. Because it's... I think it's rare sometimes. And maybe those are the friendships that are worth pursuing. Yeah. Or keeping. I guess we kind of had that conversation earlier. Like, what do you... How do you know when to keep it? How do you know when you're not Mm -hmm. not to? But... Mm -hmm. I mean, I know it's... Could be a whole episode, but I think it's helpful to at least acknowledge, like, what do you think... Having walked through friendships post-grad, like, what... Would... What advice would you give someone that's either walking through it now or going to be in the future... Mm-hmm. Or maybe, you know, maybe they are a couple years out of school and they're still kind of navigating mm-hmm. it. Like, what, what's helped you? Mm-hmm. I think it's probably maybe, like, three things, which is wow, you quickly. T- you've really got the points today, <laughs> let me say. I think one is giving permission. The other, and I'll talk about in a second, but one would probably be giving permission. The other one would probably be, I, I couldn't reiterate it enough, but the hard conversations. Mm-hmm. I think you'll thank yourself later for that. You probably won't thank yourself in the moment, but you'll thank yourself later for it. The hard <laughs> conversations. And um, the awkward introductions. <laughs> Never podcast that. <laughs> uh-huh. um, but so what I mean by that is one is like permissions. I think especially coming post-grad or just out of that season, like you have got to give yourself grace, yourself and those people grace and permission to understand we aren't in this forced community anymore. Yeah. Like, we're not living on the same floor or in the same building even. Mm-hmm. Like, of course, our time together is going to look different. And I think coming out of um, college, I wish I would have even given myself the grace of, like, friendship isn't defined by how often you see them. Mm-hmm. And I think that was a really hard mindset for me to get out of. Yeah. It was like, well, if I'm not seeing you enough... We obviously don't have a relationship that's going to last. And I don't know where that logic came from in me, but I wish I'd given myself more permission to expand my definition of friendship. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause it's not I like didn't... we hadn't seen that. Like proximity is like you were friends with people back home. Like it's not like it's not possible. No. So of course I knew. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, of course I'm still friends with these people. But um, I think the interesting thing about post-grad is you've only ever known that friend in that context. Yeah. And so now you're testing the waters of, like, will this last? Will it stay? And for someone like me... We still have things in common outside of these leadership opportunities we have, these organizations we're a part of, these clubs, our floor, whatever. This one will get you outside of all the gossip. Mm -hmm. I was talking to our students a few months ago, and and this is something I challenged myself with, but it was actually from Brene Brown, but she was talking about, I think I've told you this, (laughs) this story about how she fasted gossiping for like lent or something amazing she lives in the south she lives in like texas 
She said she lost all of her friends. That she had nothing wow. to talk about. Mm-hmm. She couldn't even yeah. invite them over because that's all they wanted. That's yeah. all there. And she was just saying she realized that 90% of her friendships revolved around talking about other people. Yeah. And that's where we lose friendship, I think. But that is so much of what college friendships were. Like, looking back, I'm like, oh my gosh, yeah, you're talking about this person. You're talking about mm-hmm. their boyfriend. You're talking about leadership. Mm-hmm. You're talking about, if you're at OU, you're talking about leadership. You're talking about all this stuff. Yeah. And I even challenged myself. I was like, man, if I... Looking back at my postgrad time, if I looked at how many of my relationships were only centered around, like, gossip or other people or, like, other stories. Or the connection you had to them through other people. Yes. I don't know how many deep friendships I really had leaving college. We're just lying to ourselves. They only feel deep because we feel comfortable to gossip with them, but I don't know how many deep friendships I actually had. Interesting. That's painful. I don't know how that ties into permission, but that is hard. If you're wondering the depth of your friendships, try not talking about other people. (laughs) And that sucks. That's hard. Um, but then the other thing is, we already said it, so I'm not going to reiterate it, but having the hard conversations, I wish I would have, mm-hmm. it's so needed in that season, like, but it sucks because you have to be really vulnerable in that season too, admits everything else you're trying to figure out in yourself and in your job and in your career and your location. You're mm-hmm. also trying to maneuver these like friendships. And so I think it's also just important to acknowledge like those don't always get easier. Like they would still be hard. If I yeah. had to call you and tell you that I was like deeply hurt by you posting a story of me on at Target. <laughs> I would be thinking about it for five days. I'd be like, oh. and we're like close. <laughs> I'd be like, yeah. So yes, it never gets easier. Yeah, it doesn't get easier in marriage. I think either. there's, I think there's a level of trust that yeah. you build where you know that you'll work through it, and so you can have it. But I still think like vulnerability will always make you want to throw up. And if it doesn't make you want to throw up, I don't think it's true vulnerability. But that's a yeah. whole another tangent. We don't need to. Well, go let's there. talk about vulnerability, man. It's, that sounds like a cliche podcast, but. We could talk about it. We could. Um, and then the last one is, like, honestly, understand you're going to make new friends in the season, too. I think I tried too hard to hold on to ones from the, my time in college that I also wasn't letting myself feel the awkward tension of new relationships. Like, I was talking about with, with John and I going to, like, a small group. Like, mm-hmm. my gosh, that is awkward. The Ugh, first, like, three months. Like, I mean, that long. Yeah. I was like, we're going to go. <laughs> yep. I said, we're going to yep. go. Um, but there's also couples, even as awkward as it was in that, that after like week one, we were like, we're going to go. And I think we could like really connect with them. Mm -hmm. But I think you have to give yourself and all of that to say the understanding that your friendships aren't going to look like they did in college because they're not being forced on you. And so you have to, the more consistent you can be, in my opinion, with like your lifestyle, the more consistent friendships you'll find. And the more availability you provide. Like, are you available emotionally? Yeah. Even like time wise, like. Do you have space and margin in your life for new people to come in? Because if you don't, you won't. And that's fine. Then if you're just not gonna looking for new friends and you feel like you don't need them in yeah. this season, like, okay. Yeah. But if you are looking for new friends, trying to And you're to make not them, creating the margin for yeah. it. Yeah. That's, like, what I had to do in Nashville. Like, I knew no more than five people. Yeah. And I had to force myself to say yes to things I didn't want to say yes to. Yeah. Like, I went to things I did not want to go to. And I made solid friends in Nashville that I'm still friends with today. Yep. And I lived there for a year. But you had to do something you didn't want to do. Yeah. You had to be more extroverted than I wanted to. And I don't think we want to do that. We want them to come to us. We want our old friends to come back to us. We want them to initiate the hard conversations. We want want to, like, absorb all these things, and we just want to be a sponge and not pour, like, anything else out. Yeah. Have you ever rung a sponge? I have. That looks painful. Can you imagine yourself being a sponge? No, duh, it's painful. Auntie, that's hard. Yeah. It is. Wringing a sponge would probably hurt if someone was doing that to your body, too. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) 
But it's just like, how much do you want it? And I don't think people are really willing to get that uncomfortable until they are at a point where they're like, I need, I need to find. But my gosh, it has been one of the greatest joys of my life. Oh, yeah. Like, maybe the most. Outside yeah. Outside of my kid and husband. Yeah. I don't think at the end of my life I'm going to look back on all the titles, you know, that I had no. or the jobs I did or the money I made, but I think some of, but I'll look back on my friends and I think some of the, my most joyful moments have come from my friendships and mm-hmm. I think some of my most painful moments have also come from my friendships. I mean, even John last night said, what did he say about you? Know. Like you're a different person when you come back from being with me or Lauren or somebody. Oh, yeah, he was... He's so annoying. <laughs> he, yeah, he'd said something like... He calls he calls it the Gilmore Girl talk for me, where I'm just, like, really heavy with the banter and witty and yeah. basically trolly. Just uh-huh. myself, John. Yeah. Just myself. <laughs> That's where we're at. <laughs> um, but, he, yeah, he says that my friends are the people I'm the closest with like that. And I told him I'd be like that with him if he would just banter back with me, but he just looks at me like, yeah, that's oh, good. Come on. Come give me on, something to John. work with. Get feisty with me. It reminds me of this quote. This is the only other quote I have. I usually don't prepare quotes, but it's C.S. Lewis. And I heard it years ago, and it honestly like has stuck with me more deeply than anything else. But it says, in each of my friends, there is something that only some other friend can fully bring out. By myself, I am not large enough to call the whole man into activity. I want lights then I want other lights than my own to show all his facets. Hence, true friendship is the least jealous of loves. Two friends delight to be joined by a third and three by a fourth. Basically just saying, like, I get to see a different side of you when we're with Lauren. Mm-hmm. I, I get to see a different side of you when we're with John. And I love getting to see that because mm-hmm. I get to see, like, the whole you mm-hmm. as opposed to just the Keeping banter. Keeping myself. Yeah, yeah. The banter that we have. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's probably what John's alluding to as well. Yeah. Which, I mean, he likes deep stuff. Maybe he's read that. <laughs> he probably has. Is that The Weight of Glory? I have no idea. I think I think that's the book it's in. He has read it. So, to end, I think I'd love to know, like, are there any friendships that you see from a distance that you kind of, like, look up to and, you know, hold in high respect? Like, is there anybody that you, like, follow that you're like, dang, I just, like, love their friendship. Not anymore. Not anymore? What does no. that mean? I just, I don't know. I don't know what it is. It's a good question. <laughs> what? Well, I feel like that's a loaded respa- response. I think maybe just because I I feel really content with the friendships I have. Maybe more so for the first time. So there's none I really look up to. If I look up to them, I think I have a very realistic view of, like, wow, I bet I know what that took. Like, I bet mm-hmm. I know what that takes mm-hmm. to keep that. Maybe I'm maybe I'm not being clear enough. Also, Jamie, about, I like, don't remember names. I don't remember celebrity names. You know I can't keep up with people. I'm like, oh, they have blonde hair. You remember they have, like, the two kids? And you're like, Andre, I have no idea who you're talking about. So, in fairness, maybe there's friendships I like. I do not remember. I don't know. Wow. I don't keep track of I myself. feel... <laughs> wow. Um, yeah. Well, what about you? I feel like you have some, so share. Gosh, that was just like such a passionate response there. Um, <laughs> I didn't mean it to be so deep. I didn't feel passionate about that. I, I, I can exude passion <laughs> even when I don't feel passionate. That is something. I genuinely thought you would have said like who Judah Smith and Rich Wilkerson Jr. and those guys or something. Oh, okay. Yeah, like I'm not <laughs> talking about like people in our lives. Okay, I guess I'm like literally thinking about like like friendships. They are friends, but 
Yeah. I don't think of them as, I think of them as, like, pastors. I do love their friendship for the people to know, yes. <laughs> I think they're hilarious. People hate on them. I do think they're funny. Cool. You could have just given me my answer. I mean, I, I just, I thought we were a track in there. No. And I'm like, I don't know any girls. Who are they? I don't know who my friends are. The one that I, I think about, like, I, I've listened to um, an interview with Stephanie Kretzinger, and she talks about her relationship with Amanda Cook, and I, man, that was such See, a good conversation. you're way better at that stuff. Like, I do not what remember. What stuff? Just, what? who are your favorite friendships? Oh, this is what they are. What are your favorite movies? This one, that one, and this one is my favorite one on Thursdays. Like, <laughs> you literally know them all. Okay, yeah, I mean, Input is my number one, so I, I do remember a lot of stuff like that, but... It was they just, like, a, such a really honest conversation yeah. about, like, even, like, hardships they've had and, yes. like, real talk that they've had to, like, sit down and work through the worst. The literally, worst. Literally the worst. I guess I just, I appreciated their, their realness in their friendship because a lot of times you just, you don't see that. Like, I don't think people see that you hurt me on my birthday two years ago. You know what I mean? Like, people don't, like, they don't, we don't give them that lens. Like, a lot of times we just no. don't give the I lens of, like. I didn't post your text on my story. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> We're doing that. We're not doing that. Yeah. So I think that's a good example. I guess. Yeah. I don't know. I, I would just say like, I think there's something to be said for the honesty of friendship and and kind of giving a window into the hard parts. I don't. Like I said, I just don't think we talk mm-hmm. about it that much. And I think we need permission to hear that just because a hard part happens doesn't mean you shouldn't be in the friendship. Yeah. I think that's a misconception. Like, wow, ours doesn't look like theirs on Instagram. Uh huh. Maybe we're doing something wrong. Yeah. Eh, probably not worth pursuing. Where it's like, some best ones have come out of the hardest times. Yep. Because again, it builds that trust. Yeah. Well, again, not a ton of answers. Nope. Just a lot but of dialogue. We've had a lot of conversation about it. Yep. Um, if you've got any input. So my issues around friendship. Really have a hard time when my friends start dating because I'm just <laughs> still over here like twiddling my thumbs and. You know, I'm grieving, grieving the friendship as it is, even though it usually ends up better. And also, like, know me enough to know you should call me on my birthday. Call her on her birthday, people. And but, for me, yeah. my issues are too deep. <laughs> really? So That's <laughs> So this is where we land. <laughs> okay. Well. Hit me up if you want to know more. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in today, guys. Don't forget to like and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. And let us know what you thought of today's episode by tagging us on social media. This is Trendish. We'll see you soon.